Oh. Oh. There it is. Oh, it's a Friday. The <laughs> best day of the week. Your and favorite day of the of week. Dollars. We got millions of dollars to give away. <laughs> it's a giveaway. And I don't think we're going to run into the recording issues that we've had no. on the last Friday, the last end of the podcast with Greg. Do you want to tell our loyal listeners what happened or or what's yeah there's a uh you know there's an expected instance in an evolution of a of a of a stratospheric organization on its way up the top where you just have to scale and you just you you know you, you blow past the boundaries of the tools that got you to where you were and you have to adapt and you got to stay water so we we heard from the listeners, uh, some aggressive listeners in particular, about how bad the audio issues were. We were having some issues recording. It wasn't good. And I'm not going to name any names, Zencaster, but we decided that it's <laughs> probably time for us to part ways. They've taken us as far as they can. Uh, but this, you know, this meteoric rise needs to be supported and the technology, the underpinnings of this operation need to work. And so we're back home where we belong, Zoom, yep. where it always we're- was. It, it always has been. And, uh, and so we're, we're excited. Uh, one of the things that I'm really excited about is uh, getting out of the geeking out of, of, you know, all of the different tools and yeah. behind the scenes where the sausage is made stuff. Um, yeah. What we're going to be able to do in terms of getting it out to not just Apple, not just Spotify. I mean, the world heart radio. Are you kidding me? Amazon wants us ever, now. ever heard of them. <laughs> Um, I mean, this is this is just incredible. So uh, I'm excited. There's also going to be a launch within the next two weeks um, before November 1st of a website that you'll be able to, you know, view all of the archived podcasts um, from our, our humble beginnings uh, to our now 32 listeners on a regular basis. So uh, we're thrilled. But, you know, enough humble bragging. Um <laughs> Let's let's give the the fans what they want and um and build out the lineup. So Alex is um being a good husband and is away with his wife uh celebrating their anniversary. So we won't we will have his pick of the week, his lock of the week um that I'll deliver to you in just a second. Uh but we won't have Alex's booming voice Great energy. So just bear with Maddie and I for today. Yeah, we'll do our best for you guys. Obviously, you know, Alex cares quite a bit. He is already well ahead of the curve, pushing his lock of the weekend. And we're going to make sure we uh, shepherd that for you all as we build the lineup. But yeah, we'll miss AB this week, but we're going to do him proud. So with that being said, um, he was adamant. Rashad Penny's out. It's time for Kenneth Walker the third. Uh-huh. Um, yep. $6,500. He's your lock him in running back. Um, it makes too much sense. They're playing an Arizona team. That's not fantastic defensively there. I don't think this is a shootout game. I kind of wanted to talk to Maddie. Like, let's go back to basics, right? We, we yep. looked at like what games are going to be shootouts. I don't think this is necessarily going to be a shootout, but I think you're going to see like three touchdowns on both sides. Um, seems to make sense or or somewhere around there. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's one of two games this week with a total of 50 or higher. So, you know, we talk a lot about 
chalk and trying to be, you know, we're building a milli line up here. So you, you need right. a little chalk, you need a little variance, you need a little bit of arbitrage. But at the same time, sometimes these plays are just obvious and there's no reason to big brain yourself out of it. We know what Seattle wants to do. Um, it coincides with, you know, it's not going to come as a surprise to anybody, but I think the other side of this game has an offense that is sort of primed for a breakout as well. You know, it's just, let's not overthink it. He makes the most sense. It's a smash spot. He's got the role to himself. The volume will be there. Plug him in. It's just easy. Sometimes it's easy, right? A million dollars is easy. It's making billion dollars is really easy. Um, <laughs> you know who I'm in love with, and I have been since the draft. I think two years ago when he came out is DJ Dallas. Yeah, and I'm a little nervous that there's going to be a little too much DJ Dallas. I picked him up in pretty much every other league. Just he might be their passing down back. He's the biggest like <laughs> cake returner I think I've ever seen. He's huge. He's, he's huge. He's a big guy. Yeah. That is a little scary because because Walker hasn't been involved in the passing game. He's right. got seven targets in four games. And this was the whole conversation coming out of college from him because obviously he was at Wake Forest and then he transferred yep. because of the new transfer rules. He made his way over um, from there to, to Michigan State. And they didn't, they don't, that's just sometimes yep. we have to take into account the scheme. And so this conversation is always it's 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 vacillates between can he catch and has he been asked to catch? Yeah. That being said, if we just take Walker's role and give some portion of that to DJ Dallas and then give Walker the rest of Penny's role, yeah, he's the goal line back. He may or may not see some targets. We'd love it if he did, but he's the goal line back against a team that is a run funnel defense where they're probably going to move the ball and he's good for a touchdown near the goal line. So I'm okay. I get what you're saying, and I agree with it. Probably more in like a, a year long league or a seasonal yeah. league, but I think we'll be good for using him here. I do. He's, he's still too cheap, obviously, because he's got like free week. I mean, if Penny was playing this week, he'd probably sit somewhere around like 7,500. Um, yeah. You yeah. know, so so I think it's no brainer. I think good call, Alex. We're we're happy to build around you again. Absolutely. Still don't like the fact that he doesn't have a picture. Um, <laughs> can you get Kenneth Walker the third picture? We're crying who's, out loud. Who's running the API over at FanDuel? Oh, this is embarrassing. FanDuel, come on. Um, so I'm going to continue on with running backs. I wanted to leave you some space with wide receivers because I I started to build out a lineup, and there were six I loved mm-hmm. and, and some high-priced ones that I was like, whatever, I'll, I'll pay the price. Um, so – Ramondre Stevenson was staring me right in the face, right? 30th yep. ranked defense. Um, it's chalk. It's everyone's going to have him. There's probably no Damian Harris. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wanted to go a little bit lower. And I think the the situation and the game is going to dictate it. He's been underperforming this this year so far, but AJ Dillon is is my guy oh, that I'm really liking at 5,900. Um, he... So he went from 18, 12, 17 to six rushing attempts against yeah. the Giants. And I think that was an outlier and he was effective. He didn't fumble. Um, he hasn't fumbled all year. So it's not an issue there. He hasn't seen the receipt, the receptions yet or been targeted in the past game. But I think, you know, Green Bay is struggling like Green Bay kind of always does the first six weeks. Like they're still going to end up four and two. 
and, you know, and yeah. be just fine. But I, I think this is a breakout game for AJ Dillon. So it's, I can be talked off this, but I wow. liked it for the price because I think he's going to see 15 targets total or, or 15 touches rather. And, um, and I think for the price, like he could perform it 15 to 20 points. I think I don't have any issue with that. I think, you know, when you're trying to build these lineups, you're shooting the moon, right? So we want asymmetrical right. upside. We want guys who would you be surprised if you woke up Monday morning and AJ Dillon had 12 carries for 58 yards and two touchdowns? Probably not. And that's going to pay off right. at that price point. So I right. love it. I I have two other guys that I kind of like at running back. If people want options, let's lock Dillon yep. into the lineup because that's I, I like that pick. You can also, for $200 less, have your pick between Darrell Henderson and, and Devin Singletary. Henderson is risky only in the yep. sense that the Rams have been gross. Carolina stinks. Cam Akers isn't playing. He's not right. That McVay won't really disclose what it is, but it's kind of one of those he's working through something type thing. So yep. this is my only reasoning for that pick is Darrell Henderson's production in six career games where he's logged at least 80% of the snaps. So this is with most likely without Akers. Yep. 17 carries for 87 yards and a touchdown. 19 for 116, 23 for 107 and two touchdowns, 80 for six, 18 for 64, 20 for 73 and a touchdown, 18 for 73 and a touchdown. So there's an option there if you want it. And the Singletary one comes with some level of grossness as well because his role is very erratic. But yes. in the only game this year where the Bills were pushed, which was that Miami game, um, he put yeah, up they relied on points. Him. Yeah, they dumped it off to him a bunch. So if you want to go there, great. But honestly, I don't love either one of those more than Dylan. So those are just alternative options for everybody if they want. I agree. Um, you know, another one if you need to go low is Tyler Algier. Um, uh-huh. You know, I I think he's going to have the role, like yep. 13 carries. And however, it's against San Francisco, and it's really tough to run the ball against San Francisco. So um, it is. Yeah. You know, so I, I agree. I, I like Henderson Singletary before Algier. You know, I think the and also like gameplay, I think Green yes. Bay is probably going to get up pretty early against the Jets and they're going to pound it out and it's not going to be just Jones. Um, nope. So I think you're going to see a lot of A.J. Dillon in the second half. And they've uh, got some receivers out, too. I think. Yeah. Man, who knows? They're a mess over there. They, that's a Green Bay is a um, talent problem, not a scheme problem. Lafleur knows what he's doing. Rogers is a great quarterback. They don't have the tools they had in the past. Like, yeah. they don't have a Devonte Adams to win those one on ones. You know, lift lit like lift the lid off the defense, play the boundary type guys. So I agree. I think that's a smart move. There's also one guy even lower that I actually just bumped into. This is a galaxy brain. Um, to your point, pace pace of the game, sort of game flow. If you, if you, the Buccaneers continue to play well, they continue to get healthy. Pittsburgh is literally missing, I believe, 75% of their team this week. <laughs> if are, they, you, are, they, are they dressing 20? They're, they're call, I think they called up, uh, they called Palomalu up. They called some guys up and they said, any shot we could get you to put a uni on because that defense is missing, I think, six starters. So wow. if you want to go deep into the rabbit hole, Rashad White is 5,200 bucks. If you think they're going to blow Pittsburgh out and take Fournette out of the game to rest him, mm. it stands to reason they're going to either dump the ball off to White and or give him the ball in garbage time. Yeah. 
And now nah, those are gross, sneaky plays. But if you're trying to save money for a receiver, these are the things that you can do and you can jam in a couple guys that are expensive. So that's it. That's my only other suggestion. Yeah, no, I like it. I like it quite a bit. Um, let's let's keep those as we're, we're sorting out this lineup. So right now we've got Kenneth Walker and AJ Dillon. Um, I'd say, you know, penciled in. Um, Kenneth Walker is is sharpied in. Yeah, but sure. AJ Dillon... A pretty heavy pencil. Like you're gonna need a <laughs> one of those, not like end of the pencil erasers. No, like not those scholastic book fair pencils uh, yeah. erasers. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so what do you think at wide receiver? I we were texting about this, and, yeah. and this is the first time either of us hear like what what each other is thinking. So uh this is exciting. I'm I'm curious who you who you have at wide receiver. Yeah, so my my first wide receiver play is going to coincide with the quarterback. We might as well just lump them together. Um, I've got Kyler Murray plugged in everywhere, and obviously that requires Hollywood Brown alongside him. Um, okay. Neither one are cheap, but since we've saved some money at receiver, we get to go a little chalkier. And the arbitrage of lineup building is that if you don't go cheap at running back, you don't have access to these guys. So there might be a little bit of variance that you can take advantage of there and with the game theory involved. So I like Kyler Murray a lot. I mean, his floor in, in a season where Arizona has not been playing very well, his points floor is like 20 points a game with like really nothing going right for them. Seattle is terrible. Seattle is a locked in. We're, we're past the four of the four or five week point of the season where data starts to become sticky. Seattle's a pass funnel defense. They are just getting hammered and there's nothing they can do about it. So you know, not cheap, but nice pivot. Um, also, little nugget, Arizona in particular, I guess we're talking Murray, dead last in completion, percent, completion percentage on deep throws, which is a super volatile metric that almost always regresses back to the mean. So there's some there's some positive regression coming for them there. But even in his worst weeks, his floor has been 20 points. So if I can get that with Brown, with Hollywood Brown, who's seeing on average, like 13 targets a week. And we know that Seattle is competent now. They're moving the ball. Like, who knows yeah. more how this how this ends for them? But there's going to be that back and forth you need for just shootout city, where every time you refresh the app, you're like, damn, I got seven more points there. So yeah. those are my top two must plays. But because you saved me so much money, I get mm-hmm. to just plug in the most, the safest FanDuel asset that exists who just cannot fail in a, in a smash spot against a team that is also a top five pass funnel defense. And that's Justin Jefferson against Miami. Um, I don't, do we, I don't even think we need to, do we need to t- say anything about Justin Jefferson? Can we just move no, on? I mean, you don't No, not on talent or, or anything else. Um, yeah. So it's yeah. interesting is I, I had two guys right around the same price, actually pretty much. Um and our thoughts differed on quarterback, but not drastically. Um, and instead of Jefferson, I was thinking uh, Stefan Diggs. And I went with the chalk, right? Like the Josh Allen, Stefan Diggs. Um, yeah. That's, that's um, the other route. And that's perfectly fine. You're going to win there too, right? That game's going to be awesome. Casey Buffalo, if we get anything close to that playoff game. Jim Nance is going to be. Jimmy, our boy, Mr. Masters. I, I would imagine if Jim Nance is not at Arrowhead Stadium at four o'clock. Um, 
we need to call somebody if we get stuck. What if we get stuck with Tony Romo? Actually, that's not fair. I like Romo, but I but no, it's Romo and Nance. Oh, it'll be both of them. That's right. I forgot. Yeah. One's color, one's play by play. Okay, yeah. yeah, that's that game's magic. Carve out, carve out that four to seven window yeah. during the witching hour, and just enjoy some great football. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. Yeah, and, and that's kind of why I want to be a part of it because even though the Chiefs like they can't stop anyone right now. Um, and they score so quickly too, like in, in their masters of playing from behind, they, they might win. I I have no idea. Like it's, it's a game I'm, I'm, I'm a stay away, but, um, but I, I like that. So anyway, um, but I do like your idea of Murray Brown, Jefferson. I want to get Jefferson in a lineup. I've never, (laughs) I don't think I've ever had him in a lineup in any situation. And it's, I, it's, I am welcoming to the welcoming him to the family here. He's just like he's he's one of the very few guys that can put up 30 FanDuel points. And if you can get if if you so he's one of those guys where he breaks the slate. If you don't have him in that in one of those weeks, and again, this year so far, five weeks, he's put up 25 points or more. Yep. Out of those five weeks, it's been three of those weeks he's done that. If you don't have him, you can't win. If you don't, if yeah. everybody else has him and you don't have him, you can't win. And my, I'm just, I'm just following the data here. Like Miami is a locked in bona fide pass funnel defense. And so yeah. that's what we're going to see. So that one's, that one's easy to me. I have a third receiver too, which we should yeah. be able to fit into the budget. Um, this one's a little bit of a, a squeaky wheel situation. Good game, decent, decent amount of points uh, on the total a guy who's been down for a few weeks, but owns the offense and his, his opportunity share has not waned, but his efficiency has just by nature of, you know, multiple things that can happen. Mm-hmm. Going back to the well with my Jags, Christian Kirk is 7,000 and Peterson came out this week and said, we've got to get him the minimum of 13 targets. Now, is he going to see 13 targets? Who knows? I think Indy's probably going to be able to keep that game relatively close. Yep. The target tree in Jacksonville is highly consolidated. I think they're going to feed him. This is a squeaky wheel situation. Peterson basically announced it, and he's generally pretty honest about these things. So I'm putting yeah. Kirk in. I'm plugging him in. If you look, like, weeks one through three, right, everything's over 15 or 14.7 points. And then yep. week four, nine targets, only two catches, 60 yards. Um, yep. So he made something happen with the two catches. But – and then, you know, Houston, whatever happened there, that's kind of like the throw your hands up in the air game. Yeah. Um, Whole team fell so, apart. Yeah. So, yeah, I like it. I like it quite a bit. I have another guy in mind. We're saving some money. Um, hey. We have a lot of money left. Love it. Um, that allows allows us to do some things here. So let's, let's plug in Kyler Murray for right now. And okay. then – if we want to talk about Josh Allen, we can, we have the money. Um, They're to, close. They're close in cost. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a $900 difference um, yep. with the tight end and flex and defense. I have plugged in. We're, we're good to make the upgrade if we want. And and the reason why I say Josh Allen, obviously like his floor is 25 points. Yep. Um, so it's, it's not, you know, so anyway, let's get to tight end. Um, okay. I was I was again thinking like saving money. I, I wanted to save money for the receivers. I like all the receivers you have. Um, there is 
one tight end that I I really like that I'm monitoring and I'm getting updates about every day. Ooh, I'm excited. How much he's practicing. Um, because I think this game can get a little bit sneaky because I think this team can move the ball is I love Kyle Pitts right now. Um, at 5,500. 5,500 for a guy that's, I know San Francisco's number two against, and, and this is so deceiving when you look at like the opponent rank against yeah. a position. It's like, not good it in there. It's not good. It's It doesn't factor in who's in the slot, who's, you know, doing what. But um, Kyle Pitts doesn't necessarily play like the tight end position, right? Yep. So agree, agree. Um, and and then I look like wide receiver, like they, they do well, but our buddy uh, C Ward, I'm not going to try and pronounce <laughs> Quard. We'll call him Quard. Hope he's not listening, Quard. but I also hope um, he is listening. I, I believe he's out. Um, so I think there's an opportunity for Kyle Pitts if he plays um, to, to see some action. And then I I watched a bit of the London game um, more than I probably oh, should have. Good on you. And I think the Giants' second best offensive target is Daniel Bellinger. Agreed. And love him. Seven hundred. I loved it. Love him. So in a I'm, game they figure to be trailing in, right? They're going to have to play a little. Catch yeah, up. they needed to get. They needed to score, and it was like, let's go get the ball to Bellinger. Yeah, uh, and just designed run play essentially. I yeah, mean, it was like a shovel run pass. pass. I, I think there's in the extra motivation there. So I love that. So I, I like that a lot. Um, I'll jump right over to defense. Yeah. You know how I feel about defense. Uh-huh, I'm excited. I Take love Thursday night football. Oh, no. Well, no, we don't watch football on Thursdays anymore. Uh, I, <laughs> I I did watch. Uh, <laughs> I no, stopped no. right around the two-minute mark um, okay. in the first half. And I did put on Law and Order SVU. <laughs> Smart. Smart of you. Yeah, I moved so over I, and did did some other stuff myself. Uh, I, I I really thought we might we might open up the game, but it didn't happen. So I like to start from the bottom when I look at these defenses and, and what games I think might not, you know, go so well. And the one that stood out to me was um two teams that have been struggling on on offense and like needing gadget plays and kicking long field goals to get there. And the team that I trust the least right now in terms of sub 4,000 is where I want to land on, on a defense are the Bengals. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I, I know it's at new Orleans. There's going to be a lot of, <laughs> I don't, I don't think that game's going to be shown nationally, but no, there's going to be a lot of burrow. Um, comes back to new Orleans. Uh, that, that could be a lot of fun. So tune into your red zone channel <laughs> for that. Yeah. But the new Orleans offense is going to struggle. I think, I think they're going to continue to like have trouble moving the ball on a regular basis. Cincinnati can get into the backfield consistently. Um, their edge rushers are really good. They have a good secondary, not fantastic, but good. And, Dalton, Winston, like are both. If is it Dalton's, play, Dalton's playing and Alave Dalton. is playing as well. Okay, so yeah, and but that's not how we pick these defenses anyway. So it's not no, no, no. But Dalton is is probably less prone to a turnover than James yes. Winston. Um, yeah. But 
he's not, he's not immune to them either. Um, and New Orleans has a good offensive line. Um, not great, but good. Kamara's back, but I, I still think there's, you know, they're going to have to pull out like, you know, Taysom Hill five more times. Of course. Running a, a jet sweep and throwing over to Olave halfway across the field in order to score points. So, you know, I think I think there's an interception. I think there's a fumble recovery. Kamara's been losing ball like Melvin Gordon does. So, yeah. um, so I I like Cincinnati on the cheap, and um, the other one, if you want to spend some bucks, that I really liked was um, it's it's chalk, but it's Tampa Bay. I saw um, that one too. Yeah, and and they've got a great defense, and I don't know if Pittsburgh gets more than four. four four or five first downs. I think that's fair. Yeah. I didn't see a D I mean, going off of your, um, how you like to operate thinking about defenses. I tried to start from the bottom and go up, but I, I think that's a good pick. There aren't a lot of good D like, I feel like every time I look at defense too, I'm like, I can see it. I can see it. I can see. It. I try to talk myself into it, but some of these games just, you don't really see any value until you get around that 3,600, 3, yeah. So that's a fine pick. If you have extra money to spend, you can move up, but I think that's fine. So if you brought that in, where, where does that leave us? So we have a flex position with $6,600 remaining. So we have Murray at quarterback, Kenneth Walker, AJ Dillon, Hollywood Brown, Justin Jefferson, Christian Kirk, Daniel Bellinger, and the Cincinnati defense. Okay. Um, that like 6,600 zone, there's nothing at that price point. So we'd have to come down a little bit. And I see some guys that I could talk ourselves into. So Etienne is starting to steal more work. Robinson's hasn't been doing much. Um, Deontay Johnson sort of feels like he's in store for a better week. And there could be some garbage time. You know, Benjamin is obviously owns that job. And if you're going to play that Arizona Seattle game, why not? Um, Duvernay against Balt against the giants. If they're going to play well there with uh, Bateman out could work. I don't love any of these options, but I could be talked into any of them. Even Kareem Hunt at 6,000 um, has some spice, but what do you think in that group there? How would you feel if you went down to like the $5,700 range on the flex side? Great. And for we, Henderson. And we bumped up from Murray to Allen to Josh Allen. Do you think that's an upgrade? Oh, um, I think it, oh man, that's tough. Cause Kyler, I do because I think that 5,700 zone is where you can get Henderson who feels like, I mean, Carolina's not good. Feels like he's going to have a pretty solid role. Um, I think Allen presents a higher ceiling than Murray probably does in a game that it could be going to, yeah, like it's gonna be cheese yeah. game from like two years ago or three. Exactly. Years ago. It's gonna require each of those quarterbacks to keep up, and we're probably gonna get another one of those games like we had in the playoffs. I don't see any change in those teams, so I, I don't mind that at all. I like that. And then you can get Singletary, guys. We talked about Singletary, Henderson. Yeah, and then there's there's a guy we've been doing this a bit. Uh, Are you looking at it? I'm looking at it. Yep. Did you George go up? Kittle? It's a name. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the I don't end. trust that. I don't trust that offense. I don't Not enough. But but I like where your head's at because Kittle is going to pop one of these weeks for yep. six, for six, 
for 75 and two scores. And he's going to be way too cheap. And everyone's going to say, oh man, I should have had George Kittle. I don't know. I mean, how much are they going to throw the ball against Atlanta? They got running back. They got uh, Terry and Davis price back. Jeff Wilson has been running the ball. Well, like, I think they're just going to run it. Debo's not seeing any carries I know. right now. So that You're tells waiting. me he's, yeah, exactly. So he's their primary receiving target, which takes yep. even more work away. I like where your head's at, but we're probably overthinking that one. I think so too. Yeah, I, I like Henderson there, and I mean, if we want to have some fun, oh, this is a bad pick. I, I'm 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 steering people wrong. I was going to say Pacheco. Um, no, no. Let's. I okay. know. I get it for the game, though. I get it for the game. Like, why not? If you want to get some exposure to that game for cheap. You could just you could play Dawson Knox at tight end for fifty one hundred, yeah. right? Yeah, but, he's been banged up quite a bit, but a bit. Yep, but he's their red um, zone target. I mean, he sees more targets in the red zone than almost anybody but Diggs. Yeah, they don't throw to Gabe Davis there. Josh Allen either runs it in or he throws it to Knox or or Diggs. They don't throw to Davis. Um, actually, McKenzie's been pretty good. Yeah. Actually. I know we're like way down the rabbit hole now, but I do have, oh, we are I, I so deep, but I got to give you this last tight end play for 4,600. Um, if we're going to go back to that corollary of Tampa is going to blow Pittsburgh out and there's going to be a lot of garbage time. Fryermuth is out. Zach Gentry is their backup tight end. He had six targets last week, five catches for 43 yards. And he's basically minimum price. You can get wild elsewhere, but we're we're down the rabbit hole. What's what's our lineup look like now? If we so that I, I, I brought in Daryl Henderson Jr. You okay? And and I like it. So we've got John Allen, the quarterback. Yep. Um, Kenneth Walker the third, mm-hmm. AJ Dillon, Hollywood Brown, Justin Jefferson, Christian Kirk, Daniel Bellinger, uh, Daryl Henderson, Cincinnati Bengals, and that leaves us with how much cash, if any? With Zero dollars. Okay. I we've like been that. leaving cash on the table. And not winning. So not winning. we got a zig when the FanDuel gods expect us to zag. So I like it. I love that Ballinger pick a lot, actually. I'd forgotten we talked about him. That's a winning lineup. I I think so. I'm trying to find fault with it. I mean, Dylan, we need something from. We, we've got to have some Hail Marys here. Yeah, but again, what do we always say? It's a million-dollar lineup build. You're trying to find guys that nobody else is going to play. You yep. want like 75% chalk and then 25% of your guys you want to be 5% owned or less, essentially. Because that's why you see all these these guys who do this for a quote-unquote living, and all they're really <laughs> looking at is ownership percentages. Like the plays yep. almost don't matter. They do that first. Yep. We don't have access to all that data, so it's tough. But no, I like it. I like it. He's well, a he's I, d- I think now with our new um, – I think now with our new – uh platform uh, uh yeah maybe yeah. we'll be able to get into to ownership percentages but um, yeah so but i'm i'm gonna have a busy weekend of um recording myself doing intros and outros uh <laughs> to the show and um and so anyway i i think we got the lineup for you guys uh thank you again for um sitting through some of the challenges we had with the the recordings and technology um, thank you to our guest Greg this week and uh, and Alex. I hope you and Lauren had a fantastic uh, anniversary. And for Chrissy, happy birthday! What number? Wow, that's thirty five. Oh wow! Yeah, I had to think about that. I forget my own age a lot. Dead yeah. serious. I just 
I'm not a huge birthday guy personally. And so I, I legitimately just forget how old I am a lot because I don't really fixate on it. You forget. You know? It's a number. Like, wait, especially state of mind. You're like, wait, my 37, 38. Yeah. yeah people think matter. it's people think it's like this like kitschy thing that you do to like pretend you're younger. I truly just don't know. I'm not, not sure I worry about it. Well, that's that's what makes you you, bud. <laughs> Well, enjoy your weekend. Happy Thanks, Friday, buddy. buddy. I know it's your yep. favorite day of the week. So, yep. Let's blast it. off. Let's blast off into some greatness. Always good spending time with you. And uh, you're welcome to everybody for, for the million dollar lineup. Yeah. Congratulations. We're going to all have to split it. So, uh-huh. <laughs> take care. Bud. Later, bud. Bye. Thank you.